Blog Talk Radio. Finally, a global program specifically for wealthy, philanthropic women who are humble, gracious leaders. Sylvia Global's host, Gil Sylvia, invites you to join her in these conversations with First Ladies of Nations, Households, Business, and Communities. Trustworthy, live conversations with women from around the globe provides a place for your voice to connect with women of integrity, passion, and purpose. Now, here's your host, Gail Sylvia. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's it's a wonderful opportunity for us. We have an incredible guest, Mr. Victor Parker. Uh, Victor Parker is the District Director for the Small Business Administration's Los Angeles District Office. He's been serving in this capacity since October of 2011, and he brings to our listeners today an incredible, some incredible insight about resources available to women and to veterans and other groups, uh, faith-based community leaders as well, that are available to, through the SBA that most of us may or may not be aware of. He'll provide tremendous um, updates. He is available to take your questions, so call in at area code 347-215-6138. Victor Parker, thank you so much for being here with us, Victor. Gail, thank you so much for the invitation. I'm glad to be here with you. We made it happen. We actually made it happen. Yes, yeah, navigating my schedule, your patience and tenacity are, are quite impressive. I think that um, you know the the work that you do is is worth the wait, and the conversation that we'll be able to have today will reveal um, not only the the value of the services, but also connect a new generation of entrepreneurs who may not be familiar with the SBA. So, talk to us about your role as district director. Excellent. Well, the SBA's mission is to start, grow, and sustain small businesses throughout the country. And so the Los Angeles District Office is responsible for Los Angeles County, Ventura County, and Santa Barbara County. And as district director, um, I'm responsible for making sure that the programs and services of the SBA um, are delivered and made available to to the public. So that's whether you're an existing business, if you're getting ready to get started, um, you may be a business that you may be purchasing a business, anything in that in that arena, that's our responsibility, and that's what we're here to help help you grow and sustain. We're your silent partners, as I like to call it, in the small business community. How do people access the resources that are available, and what are some of those resources? Well, there are a variety of ways of accessing those, those resources. One component is our counseling, and our, what I like to call our advisory network. And that's composed of advisors through our small business development centers, uh, through our SCORE chapters, and through our women's business centers that actually provide you with that technical one-on-one assistance that you might need uh, to start your business or to grow your business. Um, we offer training that may be uh, in social media. It could be accounting. Uh, how to write a business plan, how to develop a marketing plan. Uh, those are just some of the, the hot topics that, that many of our small business advisors um, are, are there to provide those business resources to the small business owner. Um, if you go to sba.gov, uh, there is a link where you can actually put in your, your zip code, and that will 
link you with the closest resources in your area throughout the country, actually, so that uh, you can access the small business development centers and the SCORE chapters and women's business centers that are closest to you. Here in our tri-county area, we have eight small business development centers. We have uh, four women's business centers, and we have four SCORE chapters. So we have a multitude of resources um, that are out there in the community uh, that are there to help and assist you uh, with your business. What stage can a business owner, do you recommend a business owner initiate contact with the SBA? Really at the very beginning, because what you want to do is to make sure, if it, even if it's just a concept, you really want to get take advantage of the resources and get that guidance on the front end. Um, making sure you have a business plan and helping you take those ideas and your, of your passion that you might have so that you can put it in a manner that will articulate uh, to your customers, um, to your lenders, if you need to get you know access to capital. Um, make sure you present that in a professional manner, in a manner that best sells your concept. And, the, and having that passion is a good start, but I think it's really important that, that on the front end you get as much of the counseling and advisory services that are available to you um, out in front of you so that you can get that process started. You know, tell us how the services of the SBA have changed over the years, especially with technology and social media. Well, I think one of the things that we are really, really proud of at the SBA is, is our ability to actually leverage um, the use of technology um, in getting out our programs and services and, and just even the training process. But it also is very important in how we train small business owners to take advantage of um, the resources. For example, our social media classes, whether they are taught through our SCORE chapters or whether they're taught at a women's business center or a small business development center, those are, are sold out every time. And it's really a great opportunity uh, to leverage uh, the responsibilities of, of social media and marketing and how important that is to your business. So I think we're doing a great job as an agency um, leveraging those programs so that you will have an idea of how you can best take advantage of the current trends in your particular area in your market. Uh, and the same even with our, our access to capital programs. Uh, we're looking at new ways of, of creating loan programs that are not only um, appealing to the actual borrower, but also to our lenders. We're engaging our lenders on the front end so we can make sure that it's a win-win situation for, for both parties. You know, um, what are some of the misconceptions that people have with the SBA, realizing that one of them is that uh, oftentimes people think that money is free money coming from the SBA and that the SBA actually is making the loans when those are misperceptions. Those are the two, you hit them right on the head, those are the two <laughs> main misperceptions. Unfortunately, I don't have the SBA checkbook, uh, so I can't sit and write, it, write a check. But what we do is it is a loan guarantee program. And what that means is that we engage with, in the L.A. area, uh, we have over 100 lenders and, and banking institutions that will provide you loans, and we actually guarantee the loans. So the SBA basically acts as your silent partner. So we, in an essence, you know, almost sounds like we co-sign for you, which in a way we do, um, to provide a guarantee for that loan. So that way the bank will be able to look at your particular financial situation and say, okay, under our normal underwriting criteria, we would not be able to fund you. However, since the SBA is guaranteeing 50% or 75%, depending on the loan program, that you know we'll be able to fund, fund that particular loan. Uh, 
Um, and similarly, we only have loans. We don't have any grants. Um, a lot of people think that there are grant programs that are available um, directly from the SBA, which unfortunately we don't. Uh, we do have grant programs through other federal agencies um, that the SBA can connect you with, but in terms of any SBA grants in and of itself, we don't have any of those available. Um, another mis common misperception or something that's, that many people don't know is that we do provide disaster loans. So heaven forbid if we have, you know, here in California, if we have an earthquake um, in terms of recovery, we also offer low interest loans for not only small businesses but for homes, for residents, um, that are available to you in the, from a disaster recovery aspect. So we're really making sure um, that we are here to provide economic recovery, and that's one of the things that, that the SBA is really proud of is our, our commitment to driving economic recovery, um, whether it's in a disaster situation or a long-term economic recovery as we're doing in the process now. We have quite a few questions coming in through Twitter and email, sure. uh, and we also have a caller. Let me get them on the uh, in the conversation. Certainly. Hi, good afternoon. You're on the air. Hi, you're calling from the 323 area code? Okay, hello. Um, there's another one, Victor, too, just a okay. second. Uh, Vargas? Hi, good afternoon. You're on the air. Oh, I am, wonderfully. I am uh, here to speak with the uh, SBA director, Mr. Victor Parker. He's, he's standing right Good afternoon. How are you? Mr. Parker, good afternoon. This is Louis F. Vargas. I'm the CEO of Strategic Edge Profits and Local League HQ. And we um, got connected through the SBA with Ken Crawford, who is putting together the faith-based initiative in Los Angeles. And we're going to be working, I suppose, hand-in-hand -hand in that Bird. Absolutely. Uh, Louis, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you called. Tell us what did, you recently participated in an Inland Empire faith-based summit with this SBA, correct? I, I caught the tail end of it, and I was brought up to speed with Ken. I also participated in the in a couple of presentations. One of them was at the Regional Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and that's where in a little bit more detail Ken and I talked about some of the things that needed to be done and should be done to bring this similar type of event that occurred in the Inland Empire to the Los Angeles area. What's the value that you see of having SBA um, offering a faith-based event? Well, I think the value, first of all, the legitimacy that the SBA has in and of itself sponsoring any event for small businesses is crucial. It's very difficult sometimes when you put an event together or participate in one from a marketing perspective to get people or business owners interested enough to say, yeah, I'll drop whatever I'm doing to attend the event and be a part of that. From a, um, a brand-added aspect to it, to have a draw, is it's very critical to have the partnership with the SBA along with the resources that they offer to the small business community. Have you um, personally been involved with securing any SBA, um, utilizing any of the SBA's resources, including loan guarantees? I've not. Uh, the companies that I've been involved before have used the SBA resources, but not the funding aspects of it. We just weren't not uh, in a position to need that but we've assisted countless businesses and recommended them to the SBA for that purpose. 
we don't get involved in the financing aspects of helping small businesses grow. But I've seen the results of hand, you know, firsthand of having companies that do qualify and receive funding from the SBA and having them implement and execute the necessary advice that the SBA does offer and give. Victor, um, are there any re- comments or anything you might like to add? Or, um, Louis, do you have any questions specifically that you want to ask um, Victor? Well, absolutely. First of all, Victor, um, I, I, we want to be able to kind of have a, a blueprint for making the event a successful event. Uh, one of the things that uh, what we bring as a company and that I bring as a serial entrepreneur, if you will, is to be able to take strategies and cutting-edge technology to make it, one, simple, and two, effective. Because there's just a lot of stuff out there. People uh, write books and do presentations of, you know, highfalutin uh, you know, things that, oh, these are the strategies that are... These, there are absolute blueprints for things that make businesses not only successful, short-term, but long-term. And that is what we want to be able to uh, mastermind, if you will, to bring that through the SBA to the participants. We don't want them to walk away with, okay, well, sounds good, but how does it pertain to my business? How can I make my business grow or my professional practice grow? Exactly, Lewis, and thank you so much for for your comments. I agree with you 100%. One of the things that we're hoping to do as a part of the Faith-Based Summit is really try to develop what I call um, an ecosystem, a small business ecosystem for the small business owners, and that's really involving uh, a public and private partnership. Um, And so certainly um, we want to make sure that at the end of the day when, when business owners who are wearing multiple hats and taking time away from their business really come away with ideas of, with the uh, structure um, and, and with ways of, of implementing and executing uh, some of the ideas and plans that they may have. And so part of, of the planning process is making sure that we have some mentors on site, make sure that we have some opportunities to do some one-on-one counseling where people can ask specific questions about what they need for their business. Um, there's a lot of things we can do in general, but I think the one-on-one is going to be really, really important because I think each business, depending on where you are in, the, in your business journey, you need certain certain information that's going to be really specific to to your situation. So so I think your strategy and having you as a part of that team will be absolutely a benefit and a must-have uh, for a successful event that we're going to have later on in 2013. Who are other partners, Victor, that um, should be – you know, at the table helping SBA help business owners and members of the faith-based community? Are they just, lend? not just, but is it exclusively lenders or are there people in other capacities that need to step forward? We absolutely are looking to have not only our lenders involved and, of course, our SBA advisory network will be involved, but we're looking to find um, other uh, state and local agencies that need to be there. Uh, so mm-hmm. these small businesses who want to do business with the county or if they want to do small uh, do business with a, with a particular city that they have um, – 
the folks there that can give them the tools to navigate that. We also are very, very interested in having some of our community-based organizations that are going to be there, whether it's our chambers of commerce or industry-specific um, community organizations. Um, we need them there at the table because they really serve as our eyes and ears on the ground. Um, and so if you are part of a contractor's group or if you're a part of, if you're an architect and you want to start your architect business, any of those types of industrially related um, organizations that you may be a part of or that or that are out there, we certainly want their input and want them to participate in this process because Los Angeles has so many small businesses and we are in a great landscape for the small business, whether they're in manufacturing or whether they're in entertainment, um, other service industries. We have it all here in Los Angeles and so this is a great city to do it. Um, and so we want all of those folks you know, to come to the table and help us make sure that we have an event that's beneficial to everyone. You have another caller on a second. Hi, good afternoon. You're on the air. You're calling from the 909 number. It's Hilda Kennedy. Hey, Hilda. CDC. How are you and how are you, Victor? Fine, Hilda. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Good to hear your voice. Thank you for joining us today. Hilda, talk to the audience about um, your recent event. Um, Victor was referring to it um, in his as a caller as well in the Inland Empire. And it was your fifth year of a faith-based summit that partnered with the SBA. It sure was. And um, we were really uh, blessed this year to have uh, the Deputy Administrator for SBA, Marie Johns, to be at the summit, and um, the information that she shared on the widespread efforts and the success that SBA has uh, realized this year and last year, especially with the president's initiatives that Victor may have mentioned on the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act, really made a difference for business owners to become engaged, especially with access to capital programs and government contracting programs, 23% of those um, set-asides are for small businesses. So she really kind of gave a report card on the SBA history. But I think what was um, most significant about her visit, and it's the things that Victor has just been talking about, is a roundtable discussion that she did with faith-based leaders who talked about the grave needs that they see within their congregations to um, provide services and resources to the business owners who are part, who are members of their congregation, and to redirect, to guide young people who um, are not getting traditional employment. They do have the entrepreneur bug, and being educated about how to point them in the right direction. And so the resources that Victor mentioned from all different agencies, the Minority Business Development Center and all the other federal agencies to bring them to bear in this conference is so important. And the one-on-one cannot be overstated because um, people have a plan, but they need to have a sounding board from people who do this every day. So I'm really excited um, about the possibilities and uh, certainly look forward to being uh, involved. Yeah. 
Hilda, that's absolutely right. I think that that utilizing um, the faith-based community as, as as a way of getting the word out about the SBA programs and services are really essential. Um, we have such a large territory that we cover, and and the fact of us trying to do it on our own is just not realistic. And so as much as we can, we want to engage um, the faith-based community uh, just as an, as a resource for our advisory services as well as access to capital um, and, and make sure that if we link together, I think we can ultimately um, create those jobs, help those folks that are that are that are struggling in, in in the businesses now that are trying to uh, recover and have been in survival mode and and help them go to the next level. I think that this is one of the the uh, avenues that we can take having this summit um, that will provide those resources out there to the public. Yeah, and I I can tell you that the uh, momentum that we've built in the Inland Empire and each year it's um, grown, people have gotten more excited, and more significantly than that, the resources have been utilized um, from the SBA partners where people, you know, they had an aha moment at the summit and were able to really take advantage of all that the SBA has to offer. So I'm sure that will happen in um, in Los Angeles. Victor, Hilda, why you know, clarify for our audience, faith-based and SBA. We don't usually put the two of those together. You know, we're we're so accustomed to separation of church and state, you know, church and government. What prompted um, a summit with faith-based community members and the SBA to be formed? Well, I, I'd be happy to answer that question. We get that often. But we, um, AMPAC Tri-State CDC, um, was established um, and began a partnership with SBA in 2007. Um, we actually began our application process in 2005, and at that time the president had issued an executive order to SBA and several other federal agencies to be more deliberate in um, engaging the faith-based community. And this was President Bush. That was under President Bush, correct. And so um, when we established the CDC, certainly um, there's a void in especially underserved communities in accessing capital for a number of different reasons. And we wanted to utilize, as so many movements have, the faith-based community to do that. And my um, my personal relationship in the faith-based community just propelled that effort. And um, when we were approved as a CDC, the first and only one in the country to really target the faith-based community for engaging them and helping us to reach business owners needing to access capital, wanting to learn how to better access capital, but using the faith-based community as a um, as a springboard. And um, our pastor's advisory committee that we established said, how about doing a conference? And um, the Santa Ana District Office uh, really embraced that and um, 
AQ or Adalberto Kial that actually came to our offices, sat down with our team and our board, and said, let's do it. Let's do a summit, and that's where it started. So, Victor, you see an opportunity here to expand that in the L.A. district, and the L.A. district of the SBA office. It also sounds like you see that you're, under your leadership, you want to make sure that we're reaching out to veterans and um, women and minority groups that are also missing opportunities that are available to them through the SBA. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. You know, when when I first started last year and I, I was looking at our microloan program, for example, that's really designed um, to help the underserved communities, and I looked at the number of, of microlenders that we had in our area, and we only had four um, to cover our tri-county area, and I I was really surprised. And so one of the things that I've been trying to do is really um, expand that network of the microloan program in and of itself because that program really provides not only the capital to those underserved communities, but as a part of that program, it, it has the technical assistance involved, which in other words is really that training that those small business owners need um, to grow and expand their business and in some instances sustain their business. Uh, it's one thing to get to get the capital, but it's one another thing to make sure that they have um, the resources available to actually teach them ways of growing their business. And so that is a great, great program that, that brings both of it under one umbrella all together, and it's a great opportunity to do that. And I think that with the uh, return of, of a lot of our veterans from service that are now looking for jobs or looking to start their own business, they've, they've got a lot of, of training and experience behind them. And now to come back into to Los Angeles, to the Los Angeles area, and have access to some of our veteran programs, our transitional programs that are available for them, um, our Community Advantage loan program is another loan program that's also uh, looking to provide uh, capital and, and financial and, and technical assistance services to underserved communities is just a great opportunity to explore all of that and put all of those options out there for, for the community so they know that those resources are available to them. Victor, we have a, a, a text and an email question that's come over for you, and that is, are the guidelines different for the underserved communities than for the general population? Well, what happens is when you go through our, for example, if you go through our microloan program, um, that's not actually a bank. Basically, it's done through what they call a microloan intermediary. And so those folks actually look at your credit, but they also look at your business, where you are in the community. And the whole concept behind it is that those microloan intermediaries or the folks that are actually loaning you the money are right there in your community. So there's a relationship there. And relationship building has become so important to accessing capital in today's um, lending environment that the requirements are slightly different in the, in the sense that they don't actually just strictly look at tax returns, FICO score, and your business plan. Granted, they look at them, but they're certainly evaluated in a much more broader sense than they are in, in other um, traditional lending environments. Another question that's come through for you, Victor, is, and also I get, we can you know share this question with Hilda and Lewis as well. Um, the question, Victor, is uh, what services, how do the services differ for a startup 
that's making contact with SBA and someone that has a large established business that wants to grow and expand it um, to a new level? Well, for the startup businesses, those folks, when they go to, whether they go to our Women's Business Center, whether they go to a SCORE chapter, whether they go to a Small Business Development Center, they'll be asking for information about developing a business plan, looking at their competitors, making sure they've done that market analysis, uh, make sure they have a marketing plan. Um, So they'll be working on those types of things. For businesses that are already existing, they will still go to our advisory network, but they're going to be looking at them, looking from a different perspective. How can they tweak their existing business plan? So they may decide that they want to now provide their services or their product online um, and expanding into doing that. They can also perhaps look at government contracting opportunities because they've been in business for a while. They have the wherewithal to service some of the government contracts, so then we would provide them with assistance and guidance to to gaining those contracts. Um, So we have services available regardless of where you are on the small business spectrum. Um, We have services that are available for you in our advisory network services as well as our access to capital programs are are really designed to to provide you with that assistance. Victor, guess what? What? We've ran out of time. Ah! (laughs) We we haven't we've only begun to touch the surface. Uh, I really hope that you will be open to not only coming back on Sylvia Global, but allowing us to continue to work with you and your team to really spread the message about resources at all levels for uh, you know for business owners and to really promote also the upcoming LA Faith Based Summit. Um, we really appreciate your being available today. Absolutely. I look forward to a future conversations and look forward to our collaborative effort in, in planning and having a very successful summit. And again, Victor Parker, District Director of the Los Angeles Small Business Administration. You can learn more about their resources and services at sba.gov and also follow on um, this information about the Faith-Based Summit at sylviaglobal.com. We appreciate our listeners' participation and our guests that called in today. Thank you so much, and happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Thank you, Victor. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. You've been listening to Sylvia Global with your host, Gail Sylvia. Become a subscriber to Sylvia Global for unique listener opportunities. Follow on Twitter and like them on Facebook. For more information, go to www.sylviaglobal.com. That's Sylvia, S-Y-L-V-I-A, Global, G-L-O-B-A-L.com.